Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And this week, there's um, some weird, like, maid play, and that's fine, I guess, um, but I don't usually associate it with uh, extremely big, burly uh, apes in gold armor, but we'll see how that goes. Well, I'm Zach. That's your limitation. I mean, clearly you're not going to the right websites. Yeah, yeah. come on. Have you never been to furaffinity.com? <laughs> right, great. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. Hey. We've got Lexi. Uh-oh. None of us heard who you said. <laughs> we've, yeah, got, heard. we've got Lexi, I said. Okay, that's me. Yeah, we've got Luke. Hey. We've got uh, Simon. Hello. And we've got Mike. Hey folks, so that's good. That might sound kind of weird in the final edit. Zach is cutting out from time to time because he's recording in a hotel. Why are I'm, you making it harder for Eric to clean up? No, this is fine. I'm in a ho- I'm in a hotel, everyone. So if I sound weird, apologies. But I wasn't I, missing I this of, episode. I kind the, of the like magic that. of editing is we don't actually have to explain when we have technical difficulties. We can just get rid of the technical difficulties, right. and no and one it, has to know. If if not for this conversation, Eric could have just had. Like, cut it at We Have Lexi, and then cut ahead, too. There might be stuff later that he'll say that we'll miss, and it'll train wreck us. <laughs> oh my god. I'm giving okay. him less work. I-, I was gonna say that I do like, though, that when he said the thing, the person to respond that no one heard him was Lexi, so it could've just been her. Because <laughs> yeah. he said Lexi's name, like... Right. <laughs> so, the most important thing is that every time you have a technical issue, we have an extended bit about it. Yeah, exactly. On. Yeah, that won't make this last six hours. So hey, y'all, I'm really uh, confused, I'm- because I skipped part two of this three-parter and i've actually seem to have missed plot details okay y- you know what luke in, in all seriousness <laughs> i'm for all the for all the shit we talk about how like power ranger just takes forever to do things and nothing happens it's all status quo sh- shit every time you go away you need like you need to be caught up on like a fucking th- like we need to fucking oh, get no, the encyclopedia morphonomica out here it. they got new suits and shit whatever i'm just saying like usually on a three-parter the second episode is just nothing 
This is, an yeah, it's not a three -parter. this is a standalone episode. Oh, is it yeah. not? Okay, well, that, there you go then. That yeah. answers well, it. Well, real quick, mm -hmm. they got Zeo powers. I think yeah, that's no, I, it, I to be that. honest. I don't think there's also, much else. Also, Vulcan Skull yeah. got slaves. R Rito and Goldar became the slaves of Vulcan Skull. That's the yeah, other no, no, yeah. plot detail. Yeah, I, I gathered that from the episode. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's just... that. That's... There was no complicated time travel human replacement in the time stream this uh -huh. time. I mean, Weird. now she's in high school and she has a boyfriend, and like, oh, there's, there, there was nothing leading up to that last episode that you missed. It is as jarring as you think it is. It's been a few weeks, presumably in world. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. She's talking about how she's still like, oh, I still feel like I'm the new kid in town, and she's learning all the new classes. <laughs> That's and they just true. finished a new addition to the school, apparently, and like, she's already got a boyfriend, and. Oh, God, we'll get into her fucking the boyfriend. The girl moves fast. Yes. Now, uh, before we talk about the episode, let's do our Tanya actress spotlight. Because right. uh, we should do that. That's why. Actor spotlight. Uh, her name is Nakia, N-A-K-I-A. Okay. Nakia Baris. And um I think it's Nakia. She, her IMDB uh um bio says that she grew up in Stockton, California. Uh okay. she was active in musical theater in elementary school. Um she took acrobatics. Uh she did theater, musical theater, dancing, singing, and modeling in high school. Um and she went into UCLA's prestigious theater department. Uh, which I assume was after this, because she is a teenager in this, and then she went to college. So I guess she, I, here's the thing. For a lot of smaller ac uh, actors and actresses on IMDb, it is quite obvious that either they or their publicist wrote their bio. Um, I think it's kind of funny that even for small actors slash actresses who maybe Power Rangers was their only notable credit, most uh -huh. of them s saw fit to just leave that out. <laughs> yeah. So, Which, you, so you said you didn't know if she went to college after? She was 22 years old at the time this yeah. Oh, okay, so out. I'm sorry, yeah. then then I'm wrong. Then, yeah, Zach she... Zach making the critical mistake of assuming that somebody playing a teenager on TV is actually yeah. teenage. You're right. Yeah. I, I <laughs> fucked up. That's, that's a fair I, point. I do also want to say, like, again, a surprising new trend of getting, like, actual actors instead of just finding, like, karate people. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. She, she has, yeah. like, experience singing from what you said, which is gonna, like, be very apparent in a few episodes when... That oh, God, I forgot that episode exists. Yep. But, I, mean, yep. I will say, there's something like... You don't see Billy in high school that much now, and, you know, he's just in the lab, and he's not a Power Ranger, and he's wearing that turtleneck. Again. It's, it's very... I've completely forgotten that Billy's supposed to be the same age as everyone else. Billy is an adult man. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. He just... Right. What is, what if, no, no, hold anymore. on, hold on. I'll explain this. When time was aged right, yeah. forward, Billy uh -huh. was already a teenager, so he got aged like four or five more years. Exactly. Of right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it says in uh, in 2006, uh, Nakia began began producing her own projects. She, she co-wrote a comedy pilot, A Day in the Life. Um, in 2009, she wrote, produced, and starred in Crazy Days, a uh, web-based comedy series. Cool. Um, and in 2012, she launched a company called Sovereignty Entertainment, 
um, a production company dedicated to producing family-friendly television, web series, and films. Neat. Uh, she Her credits are uh, mostly this, though she was also on um, uh, Barbie Life in the Dream House. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, for shit. For 28 episodes as Nikki, which is... Okay. Can, can, can we have an actual aside about Barbie Life in the Dream House? Is that the one that people say is like actually weirdly smartly written? That is the that, that is the one. Yes, okay. yeah. it is. It is weirdly meta, and like it's it's actually like about them being dolls in a house where everything's made of plastic, and it's weirdly self aware. And it sounds awesome. Have you all seen those Barbie web video like yeah vlogs yeah yeah where Barbie's where, talking about like depression and like. <laughs> The fucking patriarchy and shit. Yeah, like, uh-huh. that's really bizarre, and you should go check those out. They're pretty yeah, it's, cool. it's weird. It's like the folks at, at I guess Mattel, like at some point, just decided like, fuck it. This is a, this is an unkillable brand. We've got nothing to lose. Just let just let the like marketing and promotional team making the cartoons just do whatever the fuck they want. Well, Who you cares? say that, but what they actually said was, hey, we found that. Social awareness is uh, 22% more profitable in the 12 to 21 age demographics. Yeah. See, to me, it literally reads like the one person who had the like 3D modeling software and the lady who voices Barbie yeah. just like got under the radar and nobody noticed what the yeah, fuck Yeah, but they I think that's by, by design. I think they want <laughs> no, you to absolutely. think that way. Yeah, it that's looks true. right. But, like, the same I, way yeah. that fucking like Stakem's Twitter account is writing about like the economy now. <laughs> I mean, I like Steakums, but I don't think I need to follow the. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Steakums sounds like a dog treat. That's always bothered. It's, it's like yeah. a frozen Excuse me, meat what was that? Product Steakums. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they went on this like Twitter rant about how like millennials feel disconnected from the world. What right. The fuck. Okay. And it's like and they 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 ended with like the rant with like and and now they're they're seeking salvation and comfort from wherever they can get it. Even the like. PR wing of a meat company, and it's like, yeah, okay, okay. that's weird. Fucking that's brands. where it got weird at the yeah. end there. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's fine. Now let me tell you guys about Paw Patrol. Y'all know about Paw pa- Paw Patrol? I yeah, heard yeah. Of it. Paw Patrol. Simon would be the one of us who I would expect to know. I've of it. seen a few mm-hmm. of them, and we've we've managed to mostly keep that from becoming a mainstay at our house so far. Okay. So, if you're not familiar, Paw Patrol is a TV show for small children, um, and it involves a bunch of dogs who are like one oh, of I'm them. I'm sorry, is a f- of all of us, Emily should be the one to know about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one of them is like a fire dog. God. One of his, them is a police dog. I don't know what the other ones are, but that's the kind well, of thing. like birthday party lady. balloons with these characters like in grocery stores and stuff. Yes, yeah, their merchandise really is very popular. Uh, I do want to you- say real quick, not to not to interrupt your, your Paw Patrol story here, I just went to the Stakem Twitter account, and unrelated <laughs> to what me and Mike were talking about, here's just a tweet from them from a few days ago. Everybody wants to change the world, but few are willing to make changes on the communal level. Your neighbor needs a helping hand. Your local food pantry needs volunteers. Your friend needs someone to talk to. Yourself need more self-love. Stake them bless. Gee, okay, wow. that last part, bad. Also, honestly, if they made those tweets and then at the end of them, they all just said, also buy Stakeums, 
I would kind of like them more, I it think. Would be, I think. That would be up like a Burma shave-esque ad campaign at that point. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I think on some level I appreciate that more than like Denny's constant attempt to make more memes. Shit posts, yeah. Or the yeah. fucking Arby's papercraft or whatever. Or whatever the fuck the Wendy's Arby's is doing. The papercraft thing is neat, but yeah, All I, I of that it. type of shit all just all goes in the same category for me. It's like these weird monster creatures trying to behave like people. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Paw Patrol is a TV show about dogs who save people. That's fine. Um, if you go on IMDb right now to Nakia, uh, Nakia Barisa's webpage or, or IMDb page, it claims that she plays Tanya Sloan slash the Yellow Zero Ranger in 10 episodes of Paw Patrol. What? what? Hang now, on. I want to be on. very clear. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> That's however, a bummer. However. Oh, man, it'd be uh, so good. She just, like, fucking Zero Ranger yelled as shows up in Paw Patrol. Fuck this Hell yeah. So let me, <laughs> let me finish the story, because if you then click through to those episodes, it also claims that Lauren, the Red Samurai Ranger, is in those episodes, that uh, TJ Johnson, the Red Turbo Ranger 2, is in... Uh, those okay. Paw Patrol episodes, Paw Patrol episodes, and that Cassie Chan, the second Pink Turbo Ranger, is in those Paw Patrol episodes. Now, mm. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? This is extremely bizarre." And yeah. so I googled Paw Patrol Power Rangers Zio, and I'm going to tell you about the most weirdly specific crossover phantom of all fucking time. Okay, Zach, <laughs> when you said yes? you found a. You found a, like, fandom subsection. I could not have predicted where this was going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so basically... Holy shit. And I'm not gonna, like... I'm not here to make fun of, like, a fandom. That's fine. We we host a Power Rangers podcast. I just... it's, It's not like... So I Googled it, and then I just Googled, like, Power Rangers Paw Patrol. And as far as I can tell... Specifically, Power Rangers Zio has some like fan art and multiple different uh, um, fan. Oh my god, fan fictions of that crossover, and it is just extremely weird to me. I will also say it. It's entirely possible it's like one person who's just all over the place under right. different different uh, you know like screen names, and and you know what if you. For whatever reason, love that. That's great. It's just when I went to IMDb.com and saw that, it was one of the most confusing things that's happened to me while working on this show. I really wish this was a real thing. I mean, listen, listen, folks, enjoy whatever you want. You know, chase your bliss. Maybe don't vandalize IMDb. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now what I was going to say, here's the other thing that I would like to say to our fans if you go to IMDb and snitch on these people, I will never forgive you. It's beautiful, and you will allow them to have their crazy dream, please. <laughs> just just let it stay there. It's not hurting anybody, okay? <laughs> the, the, the funny so, part is that Paw Patrol as a show is kind of structured similarly to the Power Rangers. It, it does. It makes sense. You've got, it's, like, different, you know... Uh, 
members of a team that yeah. focus on different aspects. So yeah, I kind of like, get it. And they have kind of transformation sequences, but into their vehicles. And it's like there's a different problem each week, and it's a disaster instead of being a monster. But aside from that, it's almost just like a, you know a, a tokusatsu show, but as a cartoon for kids with dogs. <laughs> tokusatsu with dogs. Is yes. good. Well, yeah. Then, yeah, you know, Doggy Kruger. Yeah, wait till you get to SPD. <laughs> Doggy, but, Doggy Kruger fucking founded the Paw Patrol. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. Yes, oh, yes! Wait, yes. SPD is in the future. What if Doggy Q- Kruger was in the Paw Patrol? Oh, and shit. then. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the, the Paw Patrol. Like, those dogs eventually got, like, hyper looks at it wistfully. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Paw Patrol. <laughs> so, so good. So, honestly, yeah, that that's. I was like, do we need, should we do the, uh, the actor spotlight this episode? Saw that and I was like, well, I have to talk about yeah. this. So there you go. That's, that's my favorite thing that I found out this week. Um, so why don't we do the episode, shall we? Um, this is Power Rangers Zeo season one, episode three, the shooting star. I like how we're keeping the trend of, that I started in Aliens with Battleborgs of saying the season number even when there's only the one. <laughs> it's well, never, ever going to be relevant again, ever, for the rest of this franchise. No. Uh, is there more than one season of any other series? Uh, yeah, yes. the Nick ones. No, yeah. those are even counted well, as different things. If they're listed separately, it's... The super yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. Technically, Power Rangers reversioned is listed as season 18 of Power Rangers on and Netflix. And we will be covering it as season 18 <gasps> uh-huh. of Power Absolutely Rangers. we will. <laughs> no, please no. Well, no, by the time we get to that, it'll have been so long that it'll be fun to revisit that stuff. Yep. Um, I guess. If we're doing it at that point, then, like, why the fuck not is kind of my... I mean, my I feel like we will, like, if... That. I think we used to talk that way about Zio, so, like, yeah, we will be. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, when we get to that point, it'll be a choice between doing the reversion or Samurai, and I'd much rather be covering the reversion. Yeah, <laughs> there you, you go. God. So... So really quickly, I know we've talked about this intro, um, but can we, I did, don't think we mentioned how, oh, hello there, David Yost is in the <laughs> intro. I need to see this. Cause he is like, he's hunched over a computer console and then like he looks up at you and like he doesn't wink, but man, it's close. <laughs> yep. And like with his like nicely puffy hair and stuff he really does look like a shampoo infomercial or something like about how he <laughs> has all this volume in his stuff or whatever now we, we have to stop and think for a moment is this actually something inherent to the shot or are we just succumbing to the raw animal magnetism of david yost <laughs> i think it's i think it's very hard to do a like intro sequence turn and look at the camera bit without it looking kind of fucky yeah, that's I mean, true. What, what I kind of like is that he, he kind of looks like he sighs at the end of it, like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, I'm still doing this, I guess. <laughs> with, with his salt and pepper hair and the crow's feet next to his eyes, he's a very sexy teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you joke, but, like, with now that he's just going around, like, he's he's not dressing like a total darko. He's, he's in, uh-huh. like, you know, the black turtlenecks and everything. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of crushing on Billy a little bit. Yeah, yep. no, he's, kinda, he's like I'm I'm officially the one episode interchangeable love interest, I guess, because <laughs> Billy Billy's no, stealing my heart. No, Mike, don't. We'll never see you, you again. I love you so much. <laughs> but yeah, no, Billy's like he's like like he's a hot guy. I am. Yeah, like, to be clear, yeah. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Billy's not attractive. He's just thirty. 
So it's like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest, like, and I think I've mentioned this on air before, I I think David Yost looks better now than he did on the show. Uh, He aged very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike, you should make it a goal to kiss David Yost. (laughs) (laughs) Done and done. (laughs) (laughs) David Yost, if you're listening... Oh god! <laughs> so we open on the uh, Cogs fighters uh, attacking like regular fighter jets, like human fighter yeah. jets. Yeah, which is the first time we've seen this, right? The first time we've seen the monsters from a Power yep. series fighting the actual yep. government. This is also the first time we've seen evidence of fighter jet technology in this show. Yeah, it's the first time we've seen the actual military straight up. Yeah, it's really impressive how some of the some of like the survivors of Angel Grove managed to find like some kind of airplane hangar that still had functioning <laughs> jets in it. That's God. a rare find. And then they filled it with clones because every si- like we're supposed to believe that these are like three or four pilots communicating with each other, but they're just the wait, same voice. Wait, yep. wait. What if Power Rangers RPM is not in the future but the past? Okay, uh, and and then like they built up a little bit from that domed city, and now it's Angel Grove. Wait a second! Yeah. A oh, nicer. wait a second! I have I have something else to consider. Okay, what if? Okay, we know for a fact that the first three seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers take place in the distant post-apocalyptic future. That's right, just canon. for a fact. Huh? That's that's yeah. that's, that's just in the show. Yeah, that's text. What if? Uh, what if all the time shenanigans of the Zeo Crystal? They are now in the actual present day. On the, in the city that the future Angel Grove was modeled after. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't understand. Yeah, you're going to have to do I'm, that one again, Luke. I'm saying yeah. they've that throughout all the weird time shit, they've gone back in time to the past, which is to say the present day, to the real Angel Grove, not the gross simulacrum they used to live in in the future. So, so you're you're saying that the alien rangers are basically function as a DC crisis for the Power Rangers universe. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I, I can buy that. You're also saying that you came up for a way with a way for us to drop this bit, finally, basically. <laughs> 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 I like that. I appreciate that. No, no, it's, that, that's it. That's it. We don't talk about it anymore. More important than that, it's an excuse to explain why the establishing shot for the school is different now. Okay, great. Of course. <laughs> and why there's a new room inside the school, which right, they exactly. couldn't build before. Because it wasn't a one-to-one translation for the future city. <laughs> It's yeah, it's like you grew up yeah, it's like you grew up in a computer simulation of the real world and now you're in the actual real world and there's all these subtle differences they're throwing right, exactly. you off. Exactly. They talk about how like the the research center is is so great now that they've they've added it. So it can't but it it can't be just that they renovated the building because that doesn't happen. No. No, god no. But what I like is that when Cat walks into this new study hall, I, I was thinking, hey, there's a new set in the school. That's pretty cool. And then they immediately call attention to it by saying it's a new room or something. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I like this new study hall. Yeah, the resource center is great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so, yes, what happens. We open on the resource center, uh, a new room in Angel Grove High. Oh, boy. Where um, okay, it's it's a little weird because I think they couldn't decide whether or not they wanted this to be a library because like there's magazine racks and bookshelves and stuff, but also there's like model trains and shit. This show has never committed to a set with a defined single purpose. I yeah. mean, that's just how things are in Angel Grove. You just have like the gym and juice bar, the yeah. library slash rec- 
resource center. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The the thing is, they wanted a room to shoot scenes in when they're in school, but not in class. And so this is the one. So any anytime they're in school, but not actually in class from now on, they're gonna be in here, I guess. Yeah, it's just like a study corner, basically. Yep. But they they yeah, it's like a little more elaborate, I guess. So. Tanya comes, or Tanya and and Tommy are there, and Kat comes in, and oh, they, I, they. I wanted to say something about that, like in that uh, intro or whatever. They're like, you know, you know, they they highlight, oh, hey, sure is great to have this new room, and it cuts to Tanya, and she's like, oh yeah, sure is great, and gives the most <laughs> yeah. forced looking smile I've ever. I mean, seen. it's it's new to her too. It's just that every other room is also new to her. So well, it just it seems like she's thinking this thing's a real piece of shit. <laughs> Let's drop this right now. Tanya is going to react as though she's fine with everything, and that's yep. insane. And yes. we can just say that, like, and that's fine. It doesn't I, make I, any I sense. I don't think it's as crazy as you guys think it is, and I already I know, I kind of explained this last episode, so it's not a big deal. But maybe about like the time period stuff or whatever. But no, we're good. We've kind of already done it. Well, I was just gonna say, all that aside, she was still transported to a completely different place. And yeah. sto- sort of acts like she's always been here, regardless well, of the rest of it. And more importantly, she's been aged like six years in the span <laughs> yeah. of like two seconds. Yeah. Oh, my, that's my, the important yeah, part we can't okay. skip over. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because like, like, in my theory, it's kind of like she only she already was a teen who got de-aged and then aged. So she didn't technically lose. But it actually, it doesn't really matter. Like, it still would have the same mechanical result. Because right. she forgot that she was a teen as a child, so it's right. not that True. different. She didn't know, and all the Power Rangers did. So, like, so it's it wouldn't still, really it's matter. Functionally yeah. the same thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, having said all that, hey, Sean. Sean hey, wears yes. a purple shirt, and he just walks up behind well, her. See, hey, guys, 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 up to her. guys, I figured it out. He's going to be the Purple Ranger. Oh, shit. Yeah, only. I was, was going to say purple is yellow's complimentary color, although we will learn that Sean is not complimentary to Tanya. Hell no. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. <laughs> I disagree with that because I refuse to compliment the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, good. So, so he... So this you know, like Lexi? Listen, I have to deal with stupid regional football shit, and I'm going to subject sure, all fair. you to it. Uh. <laughs> so... This dude is going to be in, like, two or three episodes. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, and he fucking sucks. At least sucks. two. I, I don't think he's going to show up again after the next one he's in for reasons and we'll like, get to. We're not, we're not just being petty here. Like, he canonically, within the episode, sucks. Oh, yes. No, yeah, I'm just saying, is... he doesn't get better later. Like, we don't know anything about this guy, except he's apparently dating Tanya, he plays baseball, and he's trying to cheat on his test. So, great. Awesome. Right. I, I just want to say, like, I've watched a few episodes ahead, and I really like Tanya, and I like this little moment here where when Sean leaves the scene, Tanya kind of, like, licks her teeth a bit, and she looks like she's so happy. Like, I she's, think... She's doing... She's a good actress. She when is. When Sean is introduced, <laughs> I it's a cute scene, because he's mm-hmm. like, I'll meet you at our regular table, and she's like, okay, I'll be there in just a minute mm-hmm. um, after I finish talking to my friends, and then... She's just got to the present day, or slash turned into a teenager, slash whatever the fuck happened with her. She's already got a usual table with her boyfriend. Yep. Right. And, and, and she introduces him fast. to Tommy and Kat as if, you know, Sean... Is Sean also a new kid in school? Is that why they hooked up so fast? Yeah, Sean also was in Africa in the possibly <laughs> recent past and got artificially re-aged. That's how they met. They, re- they were at, like an, at an age-anon. 
<laughs> After yeah. Sean leaves, Kat says, hang on, isn't it the captain of the baseball team? Right. So he must have been here for at least enough time to become the captain of the baseball team. And, no, and somehow... In that time, he's never met the Power Rangers. I mean, the gang that is the coolest and wins every fucking event, every right. social thing. They're the center of attention yeah. of everything so that Emily, happens. Emily, you've got to realize that when you get transported to Angel Grove and artificially aged, they immediately give you like some position of power. You become a Power Ranger. You get become a <laughs> captain of something. Okay. It's just what they do. Okay, well, I was going to say, too, is that it's weird he doesn't know the Power Rangers because we learned in a later episode that Adam and Rocky are also on the baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> they just never hang out with Sean off the field. Right. Is, is Tommy still on the football team? <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, he'd yeah. have to be, right? Yeah. Do, do you think the other players ask where, like, like where the fuck Jason and Zach are? Well, wait, no, he isn't. See, this is what I'm talking about. He was on the future football team. Okay. Oh my God. Here's okay. Anyway, I'm gonna say with Tommy so, is that to- Tommy is like the the protagonist in like a shojo, not the protagonist, but the the main love interest in a shojo oh, manga. Sure, yeah, yeah. Who's like who's like the guy who's like super cool and isn't in any clubs, but every club like asks him to like sub when they're low yeah, because he's good at right. everything. I thought you were right. gonna say he's like a protagonist in like a Persona gamer. Yeah, he's on the team, but he only shows up when he feels like it. No, yeah. <laughs> that works too. But I like my shojo protagonist. I mean. Love it just more. <laughs> yeah, most, day, <laughs> so, most days Tommy like either goes to the cafe to study or goes downtown to hang out with his adult friends there or something. <laughs> then sometimes he joins the Power Rangers to fight some monsters. God, Tommy totally does have adult friends, doesn't he? Yeah, totally. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and I, one of them is Billy, who is yes. in a command center. And, <laughs> I did, good uh, segue, Zach. On. That's yeah. actually a really good segue. Yeah, thank you. Way to ruin it, Emily. <laughs> Listen. So, Hey, Mike's then, ruining it. He's interrupting Mike, it. Mike, go ahead. Two reasons. One, I've been trying to say this for like three minutes. Two, I cannot allow any person other than me to have a successful segue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to say, like, this dude who Tanya's dating, whose name I've already forgotten. Sean. Uh, Sean, thank you. Scene. Wait, have we had it? Wait, what is it? I said scene because it's his no, name. It's Sean. It's spelled as a child. I legit thought that was how it was pronounced because I read it and didn't hear it. It actually just hit me. Have we have we had a Sean before? This wasn't the point I was trying to make, but that just hit me. Who the fuck could know? I don't know. But I was gonna say anyway. Along those lines, this is the first love interest with an actual personality we've gotten since fucking Angela. Yeah, and his and his his uh, personality is sucks. It sucks, but yeah. it's you know what? there. That was half of Angela's personality. Now, too. can I say something? It's I not love, wrong, Lexi. I love how angry you were at the concept that someone might be keeping track of this kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> how many random ass people have come up for one episode and then vanished? We're 162 episodes into this shit. I know, I just, I imagine, I imagine, like, a listener writing in with, like, a list, a meticulously created list of all the one-shot characters and being like, yes, there were two Sean's, and Lexi just taking it and putting it in a shredder while <laughs> I would love that. Actually, folks, give us a Sean count. No, don't. I want a final count, a final do official total yeah, count on the number of Sean's. Then we'll rank them. And the number of times that Tommy Oliver declares that the Power Rangers are done forever. Can you guys even remember one name of a, of a random character? I remember uh, Melissa was a character. Melissa. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Oh, uh, there was William, who was like the little Billy. But yeah. that's way just early Billy. On. That's just Billy again. Willie. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's talk about this because there's actually some like a little bit of world building here, which is that they uh we we're in the command center. I'm sorry, Billy the power chamber. Billy is Steve Jobs. He because <laughs> I guess he's not a color anymore because uh-huh. he's not the Blue Ranger. Yeah, he's and not wearing no... black. He's wearing turtleneck. That's his color. And the, and <laughs> yeah, and there's also no black Zeo Rangers, so it's right. fine that for yeah. him to wear black. And we see him in like grays and blacks. Although him in black could have even been like a nod to the red herring that he's the Gold Ranger because the Gold Ranger is primarily black. Actually, yeah. yes, so. they do, yeah. and they do sort of pretend that it's going to be him. So anyway, yeah. um, the the he goes ahead and just asks like, "Hey Zordon, how come we keep the Zeo Rangers in the? Or sorry, the Zeo." Zords in the mountains. Hey, now, where are we just sticking the team in a mountain when we're not using them? Now, a couple <laughs> things. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I'm sorry. It's imagining all the zero rangers like in a cage. <laughs> okay, there's a monster attack. Go to go fight now. Yeah. <laughs> if we fight, so, can we get water? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, so first of all, this establishes essentially that Billy helped build the Zords, which is cool and uh, like a good I guess evolution of his character it's also the biggest fucking leap from yes I helped build a water purification machine uh-huh. to <laughs> I built a giant robot okay you can't also- say that Zach because there's so much context of Billy because he's made so many random fucking machines I mean, like, sure, right. sure yes. man yes. But, like when we see those doors later in this episode keep in mind Billy found this like underground chamber last episode and now he's built an entire Megazord now, to be <laughs> fair it's they say he helped Zordon and Alpha build yes. it Alpha probably did ninety percent of the work, and Billy swooped right. in. Billy just debugged it. I helped. Yeah. Yep. So, I I do want to point out this other thing that that has to do with this. Uh, this is the first instance of them actually taking the time to like explain the logistics of where they're keeping the Zords. That's the second thing I was going to say because the uh, original dinosaurs just like lived in the earth, I guess, and mm-hmm. and like busted out when they needed yeah. them. Yeah, and then the Thunder Zords were just the original Zords that got changed. Right. And yeah. then the Ninja Zords were just kind of where the fuck were they? They just <laughs> yeah. ran in from somewhere. I don't I know. I figured out what Billy did for the Zords. It's like Every now and then he'd come back to the lab and like look at one of his zords and do some like snake puzzles, like like <laughs> yeah. like he would do like the pipes like yeah. it looks like Peter right. Parker in this new Spider-Man yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just yeah. come do a few puzzles and leave and help that way. Yeah. <laughs> so um so now the the reason given for this is because it will hide the the zords from Mondo King Mondo's scanning technology. Yeah, there's probably like a lot of iron in the mountain or something, and it messes mm-hmm. with like sensors. That's sure. That's that's a cool idea, except for the fact that they throw it out the window in 90 seconds from this ep- from this statement, essentially. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they establish, which it, it's interesting because like the other times they've gotten new Zords, I feel like they got a little more of like a fanfare, I guess, because mm-hmm. we didn't. I mean, they well, didn't explicitly I mean, the, say the like, dragons got, got a zords. fanfare, but that's about the only one. God damn it! <laughs> so anyway, so I like yes. how this scene ends because Billy ducks behind the console and then like just sticks up his hand and Alpha hands him something and it goes down. Like that's a good bit of framing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cute. So um, they then we cut to uh, uh, the moon. I guess yep. it is the moon. Are they all yeah, the moon? Yeah, it's the moon. I, I the moon. said last week. 
I refuse to let us cut to the moon for anyone but our moon crew. Aww. It doesn't matter. It's the moon and we're cutting to it. What you want's <laughs> irrelevant. Well, actually, like, a lot of the times when they cut to the Machine Empire, it's like a bunch of floating ships. So I always imagine it that they're in one of those floating ships. Yeah, they're like in a they're like in an Empire, like, Star Destroyer shit. Yeah. yeah, but you also see, like, the giant castle on the moon. With, like, all the, like, oil fields or whatever yes. those machines are. You do see that. They're it's established. True. They 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 took over the moon, and they're on the moon. We've cut to the moon. The machine empire is there. Thank you, Simon. The moon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Sprocket's like talking about stuff. He's Please, like, "Hey, Manju. oh yeah, you're right, Manju. I'm sorry. That's a much better name. Oh for him. God. Um. So yeah, they're like, hey, so Dad, are we gonna, you know, we gonna destroy those Zords? And he's like, "Yeah, sure. Uh, let's just send in some cogs, cause that's that's that'll do it." Yep. So can they also look into the command center? Because why do they know about the Zords? Yeah, they just established that Zordon thinks he's hiding them from him, but they totally know where the Zords are, and they're just going to go and destroy them now. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Well, Zordon's a dipshit. What else yep. is new? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also, uh, I guess, I guess the implication is like, Power Rangers as a concept are well enough known that Mondo is like, well, there's Power Rangers, so they're Zords. Like this I mean, sure, yeah, we'll, we'll find out in a few seasons that they're all over the fucking galaxy. Like, right, right. So, so they just know they're Zords, and they don't... Which, again, is weird, because everything that we've seen doesn't... Like, I'm pretty sure the Zords are not part of the powers. They're, they seem to be separate, so I don't well, no, really... Well, no, we'll specifically see the Zords are powered up by their Zeo crystals. Like, oh, in yeah, this yeah, case, yeah. yes, that's true in this one, yeah. I okay. think, though, it depends on the season. Yes, so anyway, they go. They're so yeah. He's like, "You want me to just bust them up?" And uh, <laughs> his dad is like, "He wants well, I should bust them up." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't remember what he says. Does Does he say no for some reason? No, he says we're gonna send cogs. Oh, he's that's like, right. Yes, yep. yes. I will simply dispatch a platoon of cogs. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole deal with them so far is they they think this isn't going to be a problem at all. Like the power rangers aren't going to be an issue to deal with. Right. Yeah. I kind of like that characterization of the Machine Empire. It kind of continues with it. It's like, oh, whatever. We'll just fucking deal with it. And then they lose and they're like, oh, whatever. No big deal. We'll win next time. It's kind of their deal where they're just kind of like laissez-faire about it. And I kind of well, like yeah, it. The, yeah, the idea is Mondo's like easily conquered the rest of the galaxy and he's kind of bored yeah. with everything. They're like yeah. these weird like lazy aristocrats that don't understand that like, oh, no, this peasant uprising is going to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we cut to Balkan Skull and their, their slaves, Rito and Goldar. Uh-huh. And, um, I Now listen, we last... don't know who these slaves are, because they don't know who they are. Well, okay. Yeah, these I, I mysterious strangers. I wasn't on last week's episode, so I just really quickly wanted to register that I did ask for more, like, hilarious Rito and Goldar shenanigans. I'm not exactly sure this is what I meant. Well, but, you got it, But so... that's what I got, I guess. Zach, um, like Zach how many times have I told you to stop talking to that fucking monkey's paw? <laughs> but it's so friendly. <laughs> Zach, did you learn nothing it's from so that friendly. one Goosebumps book? You gotta be careful what you wish for. The yeah. monkey's paw always gives Zach high fives. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> so um, they uh, have used Rito and Goldar to fix slash polish their uh, patrol bike, I yep. guess. And Bulk um, is dissatisfied with their work. He's like, no, no, still keep working on it. It's not clean enough yet. 
So now I will say really quickly, we cut to Skull, and I would love to know what the fuck he's doing because he's sitting. He's eating next- toast. He's he's toast. He's getting toast. <laughs> he's he's getting toast, but apparently he made like an entire loaf of toast <laughs> for just himself. I guess. You know- I like that. I should try that sometime. Just toast up an entire loaf, butter everything, and just go to town on that bread. Hey, guys, have you ever thought about, like, the person who invented toast? Like, who the fuck took this bread and was like, you know what? Let's bake this another time. I mean, when you invent bread, like, you take this dough and you bake it. Like, it doesn't take very long to overbake it and realize it gets crispy. I'm pretty sure that came pretty fast. Yeah. Well, like, are you saying that was yeah. like a penicillin situation? Somebody fucked up and realized right. it well, was Well, I feel like, like they, they cook other things. So, like, oh, let's cook this other thing called bread. Let's do that. Oh, look, it's crispy and tasty. Let's, let's make yeah, it. You think the that. person who discovered toast also tried to do that with other stuff and found out that it really only works with, like, potatoes? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure toast predates the existence of potatoes by, like, millennia. Wait, Wait, what? The existence (laughs) of potatoes? You mean, like, the cultivation? They didn't invent the potatoes until, like, 1600s. I mean, no, Simon's kind of right, because potatoes are, like, a descendant of, like, super toxic plants that aren't safe to eat. You're right. And they I'm have to be sorry. cultivated. I yeah. forgot that. I knew this. I, okay. Anyways, my, my imagining here is that this is just what Skull does when he, like, needs to, like, focus it needs uh, to think is he just makes toast. Yeah. So I mean, really I'm more I'm more concerned about the person like who who was like, man, this grass is bad, but right. what if we like mushed it up and stirred it up with some water and some other shit and made play doh out of it? That still doesn't taste very good. And what if we just that. shoved it in a campfire for a while? Yeah, I, I, I want to know if there was a step in there where, like, people were way into shoving handfuls of flour into their mouth and thinking, right. well, this is not great, but it's the best we have so far. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. So I'm so kind of glad bullshit. that we're posing these uh, these anthropological questions that no one has ever thought <laughs> also, to ask surely, before. surely there are no answers. Like, we couldn't possibly, right. like, look it up on Wikipedia. So anyway... Um, Bulk's, Bulk looks at his, his sweet new ride and says the thing that everyone says when they're excited about something, which oh God, is, let's run this up the flagpole and see if anyone salutes it. And the, everyone goes, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so me, Emily, and Cassie were talking about this line off air, and we think it might just be a similar thing to the submarine races bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. it might just be them giving Bulk and Skull, Skull more, like, really outdated, like, 50s slang or whatever. I, yeah. I would believe that, sure, yes. Yeah. Um, so then we get Bulk and Skull in, like, motorcycle riding gear, and I love it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed it's... something in this scene, is that they, ne- they only show one of the mirrors on the motorcycle in any shot, and I'm wondering if that's him trying to keep continuity with one mirror being taken off that Rito did. <laughs> I, I, I don't mention this, but while Rito's cleaning the bike, he removes one of the mirrors. And, like, we never see the other mirror. So I don't know. That's weird that the- they would have that much continuity to power to show. <laughs> I think that's purely coincidental. Like, yeah. I think the idea is that they just put the mirror back on. Can we talk about the fact that Skull is the one driving? Good. Bulk is sitting in the. Well, yeah, it's his motorcycle. What do you want? I, I yeah. guess so, but like, it's not. That's not like the traditional. <laughs> that's not the. But the, I mean, I can totally see Bulk seeing himself as the guy who's being driven by his driver's call or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, so is this is this the debate of like when someone's riding a motorcycle, the other one's riding coach? 
Which one's the sub and which one's the dom? Right, that's kind of where I was going with this. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> well, haven't we haven't we hashed this out already? Like, this is a hotly debated topic because skull, like, people talk about sc- that. That skull is a power bottom. Yeah. Someone, yeah. by the way, someone joined the the Power Rangers Legacy Wars Teenagers with Attitude group, uh, whose name is Power Bottom Skull, and I want to high five whoever good. that is. Yes, um, thank you. So anyway, you. Uh, the point is. Um, they also second question about the motorcycle. Why does it have jets in it? I assumed that jet they were bike. building up to a joke of like them just assuming that because they were fixing us up to be a police uh, chopper that it had all sorts of great like, you know, gadgets and stuff like a smoke screen and shit. And it didn't actually because it was just a motor. Yeah, because it was just a motorcycle. Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know how to do any of this. But no, it just fucking has jets. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what other gadgets this have. Does it have like oil slick? Does it have a smoke thing? Does it Cut, have? It like, absolutely has a thing where you can Blue detach shells. the sidecar and then reattach it. Yes, yes, please. Although the the thing is, it's actually super in character that Bulk and Skull, because I'm pretty sure this is they've done things specifically like this before, where they would like they'd put fucking actual jet boosters in this thing, but like don't take into consideration like what happens when the jet fuel runs out. They have shown Bulk and Skull to work in like Skull's workshop before, so I guess it's not like that crazy right. that they did this. But also, they're after their uh, jet boosters break down. Um, some cogs just come out the bushes because I guess Bulk and Skull have stumbled onto the secret Zord hiding ground. Which doesn't look anywhere near as snowy as it does later on when the Zords <laughs> actually come out, by the way. It's also Listen, not a very good place to hide things. Freak storms are totally, uh, like, occurrence that happens around, like, undetectable mountains. <laughs> well, you see, when the Zeozords activate, they suck in all the, um... Uh, the thermo heat. energy the exactly. from around yeah. them to activate the sword, so it causes a snowstorm. Exactly. Okay. Sure. Luke is so proud of just <laughs> other people. You have learned well. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So some I've cogs. said I've I've made fun of the cogs as being like low budget Doctor Who. Sure. Uh, costumes, but they're actually just straight up fucking moving like a like a lazy half-assed episode of a Doctor Who like well guys. I love them yep. the Cyberman right so much yeah, Doctor Who is just English tokusatsu so yeah this is very I mean, true yeah you're not r- terribly wrong there also to I, be clear <laughs> calling anything a low budget version of Doctor yeah. Who is a <laughs> fucking serious blow because yeah no I Doctor yeah no I mean I mean relatively speaking we're just yeah. saying something listen it's only been one episode we'll see. I might like the cogs better than the party patrollers. I think the cogs are I fun. Think, I think I might agree with you, Luke. Well, so Luke, I, if you followed if you followed TWA canon at this point, you'd realize that you don't have to choose. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fair. So the cogs, uh, with their weird, you know, like robot uh, motions, uh-huh. uh, come out of the bushes. They 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 do the robot, which is very scary to Balkan Skull, and yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then they call, I guess, on their police radio that it, they have on their bike, and Billy picks it up. Well, so yeah, they they fix up it. The way it sounded like was it's just like a short wave transmitter, and it's more like a CB where it's just broadcasting yeah. whoever's nearby. Yeah. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And Billy uh, receives it, 
Uh, so it's while... not the thing that I thought where they just have like spy cams everywhere and like Zordon <laughs> is like totally invading people's privacy. But, but the, the thing is, from the command center, we see that they're now watching them on the viewing globe. We see Balkan Skull in there, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what happened Maybe there. Balkan Skull somehow tapped their radio into the command center's frequency. <laughs> they might have teleported then. Well, <laughs> or if, yeah. I mean, I think we're overthinking this. If they're near the, the Zords, they probably have some sort of proximity sensors that oh, alerts sure. people, hey, uh, somebody's yeah, near possible. the Zords. Let's tune in on that and check them out. Fair enough. So, uh, at this point, um, Billy's like, oh shit, uh, Cogs, better get the Power Rangers. Yep. Um, we cut to Tanya. Doesn't, doesn't let Bulk and Skull know that help's on the way or anything. No, why would you do that? That's pointless. Uh, so we cut to Tanya, who's like, hey, Sean, let's study for the exam. And as we previously mentioned, uh, Sean doesn't even... Yep. Here's what gets Sh- me. Sean immediately goes into, actually, I'm a dirtbag. Check yeah, this out. So I'm going to cheat. He doesn't even say, like, you know, Tanya, I'm really trying, and, like, I yep. just haven't been able to to get it, and so I'm considering doing this thing to, to get by. She's just like, hey, do you want to start studying? It's like they haven't even started and uh-huh. yeah. just like, the, the idea is that Sean asked her for studying help and then is like, lol, just yeah. kidding, I got test well, No, answers. here's the thing. He right. asked her and then he got a hold of the answers and he goes, oh, this is way easier. Here's yeah, okay. the thing. He takes out this answer key for this math test because if you pause, it's clearly like math. It's like algebra. Mm-hmm. They yep. say algebra, yeah, earlier. Yeah, and it's relatively, like not, you know, complicated is a relative term, but for high school algebra, it's relatively complicated and it's clearly, like, the way the answers are written out, it's the kind of test where you got to show your work. Right. Memorizing all of these, like, multi-step answers that's would a be good point. way harder than just learning how to do algebra. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not like A, B, C, B, A, D. Right. It's, it's it like is... long math equations with multiple steps. Yeah. Also, listen, if you are planning to cheat... You don't have to tell your girlfriend who was planning to teach you algebra. <laughs> yeah, just you could just do you that. just like pretend to let her teach you. Yeah, <laughs> just lie to your loved ones. That's fine. <laughs> lie to her. Listen, also, the, listen. The- he thought it would be it he thought it would be fun if they were outlaws together. <laughs> he thought that she would support him, is what he says. But like, I just I don't know. Like, school's kind of bullshit, so I can't like completely. Also, the 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 answer key says test number sixty five. So I must ask, how deep into this school year are they? It's the third episode of what's... Do they yeah. have a test every day? That's a fair point. That's a lot of tests. Well, maybe um, maybe yeah. it's a cumulative thing. Like, your math classes track up. So, like, this is since freshman year. Test number 65 where number one is in first grade. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, we cut back to the, the Cogs and Balkan Skull. There's... Yep, there's still that's there's happening. A good line here. They, they like, make they make a weird reference to a song for some reason that doesn't seem relevant at all to the scene. Um, like like someone says, reach out and touch someone. Oh yep. yes, and then and then he says, man, I'm gonna reach out and touch you. And yeah. It's like, okay. So they took some time to flirt a little bit in the middle of this, I guess. And then they kiss. <laughs> uh, Simon, I think the song you're thinking of is Personal Jesus by Depeche right. Mode. Yeah, that's the one I was but thinking of. But the thing of. is, that line, Reach Out and Touch Faith, is yeah. a reference to the thing they're referencing. It's it's okay. an old uh, like phone service ad. I don't I don't know what yeah, specifically, it's like but it's from way back somebody. in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like a collect call thing. Okay. Great. All right. Which is great because like I I love I love 
you know, quote unquote love. It's it's an ironic love, but I mm-hmm. love like weird shit like that where like advertising campaigns will get really huge and then there'll be jokes about them in all kinds of media and then after yep. like they've faded away all the references are just kind of still there. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, we on this very podcast, I believe, referenced the fucking collect call ad from the 90s. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, well that, that was my fault, but yeah, anyway. So, um the at this point the the cogs are like, "Oh, also Never mind. Don't worry about it. Uh, and the, one of them says, "Like the Zeozords are our objective." And then they see three PO out of there yep. into the just, bushes. I do <laughs> like that. The, apparently, Machine Army is like chill in that regard. Where they're like, "Oh, we just won't kill people <laughs> we're, for no listen, reason." Listen, we're we're gonna take over the Earth. We're not gonna slaughter the Earth. We just need to destroy those robots over here, and it'll be fine. All right, go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So um, they they leave, and then uh, we cut back to Tanya. And again, she's like, well, that's bad. Don't do that. And he's like, but I want to. Also, they'll cut me off the baseball team if I fail, I guess. Um, which to me means that he's like on probation. He must already be doing badly. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's already failing a lot of tests to get to that point. Yeah, he, 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 they're in high school, so he's not on a scholarship or anything, right? Because that seems to be, like, it makes me think of, like, you know, a college athlete that's on a scholarship that she's on a test, but it's high school, so it can't be that. But I think the writers were thinking of that. I think high school would do that. No, I, I, I mean, like, okay, I've, I've, okay, like, I don't know because I never experienced it in real life, but that's a common thing on, like, shows where, like, a high school student will be like, you're going to take you off a team unless you can, like, get good grades. Yeah, I mean, it makes yeah. sense. And they have that... to get some other character to tutor Yeah, that's them. a real thing. Yeah, in yeah. high school, the kids who were on track or whatever, if they were doing bad enough, couldn't compete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's even a thing in college. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, in college, but there's and yeah. scholarships and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, um, he says, I thought you would... I thought you would support me in my cheating. You and I don't like like she's obvious. Okay, Tanya from like the her character from what we learn on is that she's pretty like serious and straight laced and like Mm -hmm. a good student. Like I don't know why he thought that she would support him. Like he's very self centered in that he just assumes everything he's gonna do is fine and she'll agree with it. Even and not taking her personality into account at all. Yeah, and when she like expresses disappointment and like the, the she doesn't agree with this, he turns it back on her and asks, acts like she's like she doesn't understand and like oh I thought you'd be cool yeah. with it not cool and he oh, leaves, yeah, it's like he's disappointed in her fuck off yeah, man it's, it's no, a supreme sucks. dick move but also like again this kind of tells you like not only is this guy a dick he's stupid because like that's a real great move to like that's a bad combo by the way guys to pull with this girl you that you that you supposedly like Supposedly they haven't been dating that long, and this is mm-hmm. just him turning to her and being like, "Hey, oh BT Dubs, I'm really dishonest." <laughs> right. Yeah. Just so you know, going forward. Well, you know, a thing that teenage boys have never been known to do. I'm very dishonest and 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 self-centered, <laughs> and I will take the easy way out of things. Like, yeah. I will <laughs> say, I'm not. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not on this dude's side or anything. I'm learning that I podcast with a bunch of fucking squares, though. <laughs> Right now? <laughs> well, okay. Look, you I was, know I was, that already. I, I was going to say earlier that, like, school's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, that, I, but, like, it, the, the problem is that 
how he, he's acting about it. Like, no, it's yeah, not, I agree. His behavior is terrible, but you guys are like, oh, well, he cheats on Tess, so obviously he's a real piece of Luke, shit. Luke, no, Luke, Luke, I don't know how he goes further than that. Boy, yeah. Luke, I would yeah. like to defend my, like, coolness factor here and say that I have, ob- I have objectively, like, this is podcast network fact. Mm-hmm. I am objectively a criminal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's true, yes. Um so in any case But also like listen, Luke, our 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 beef is not that he cheats. Well, yeah, I don't but, care. I, no, but our beef is the way he reacts to Tanya's reaction. No, no, mm-hmm. I understand that, and I'm with you on that part. But you're also like, oh, you're really showing that you're a dishonest person to the, like what? No. What? Well, I mean he is it's dishon- like cheating is dishonest. That's that's just, just factual. Yeah. I don't uh, think you're necessarily Luke here. dishonest. Cheat though. on tests. <laughs> so um, I'm not saying anything about whether or not it's cool to do. I'm just saying that like cheating is dishonesty, like by definition. I'm just saying cheating on a math test does not necessarily correlate to whether you will be an honest uh, partner yeah, in a true. romantic relationship. Once a Fair. cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like how the Power Rangers work. So anyway, Zordon calls Tanya, and she steps. Uh, well, he Sean leaves because he's so mad that she won't support his cheating and um the zordon calls tanya and uh zordon's like hey you know how you're a power ranger remember that thing again well uh they're already just fighting without you so like (laughs) you should probably get over there yep uh so she morphs and teleports over to help them fight the cogs which, by the way, I really don't buy that she went to some kind of quiet corner in the school to morph out of there because it just looks like she walked up to the window in this <laughs> crowded-ass room and yelled this morphin' time. <laughs> Simon, we have seen on multiple occasions that all you need to do to not be detected is step to the side. I, I know it's not new or anything, but it really was Listen, obvious in this scene to me for some they reason. They have very limited vision cones, yep. and she has a soliton radar, so she knows no one's looking, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so I was gonna say with Zio, we get a new set of fight songs. Yep. Um, and I like this one; it's fun. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I don't know who did them because I don't think it's Ron Wasserman for this one. I so. I was so delighted to hear this, not only because like it's it's all right on its own as a fight song, but it wasn't the same one as last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like yeah. even if this is only even if we only have the two. Yeah. yeah, that's better than the one fight song we had last season. Watch it, Tenga. Watch it, Tenga. As even as someone who enjoyed the Tenga song, uh, boy, it didn't need to be literally the only song that they had. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm glad there's some new ones. I'm not sure who did it. I'll see if I can't figure I'm that out. I'm looking through the credits to see if it's in there. Yeah. Um, I'd be shocked. <laughs> but it's enjoyable. Uh, and then, let's see. They, they beat the cogs. Remember how Zordon oh, oh, was like? Go ahead. You cannot just you cannot just say that in one sentence, buddy. Okay. We got to talk about how the cogs exit. Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> because yeah. a dark portal opens in the sky, and they all form up and go see ya, and they all do like a weird choreographed thumbs up all yes. in sync, yep. and I love them. It's I, really I will, good. They say I, catch you later is what they say. Yeah, I will also right, yeah, say yeah. that there are two um like instances in this fight. Uh, Adam does one and Tommy does one where they like stop and say like Zio power punch or like Zio flying kick and yeah, then there's like some, yeah. some special yep. effects and stuff. And That's not going to get annoying fast. It's the second time Tommy's done like a, a, a freeze frame flying kick. I think that's supposed to be his signature move. Okay, according to Netflix, let's see. Music by 
Is that Shuki Levy and Kusa Machi? Okay, well, okay. Shuki Levy is one of the producers, so I guess they, yep. he, they, okay. he just wrote yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm himself. pretty sure he's credited alongside Haim Saban himself for the theme oh, song. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. And then, yeah, um, music producers are Ken Burgomaster, Ron Wasserman, and Jeremy Sweet. Okay. So Rossman's mm-hmm. still on it, but he's not, I guess, not the sole maker. So after the um, cogs leave... I think, I, well, producer credit probably means he's not involved. Like, they sampled stuff he'd done in some of this. Right. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Be yeah, credited. yeah, yeah. So really quickly, I want to say I'm not sure if they're going to keep doing that kind of thing because we've definitely there have been episodes where someone like a Power Ranger will do like a like I think in the wedding episode, Rocky does like a weird ground pound punch that never (laughs) happens ever again. You mean like when they shrink putties down to like fit in the palm of his hand and then crushes them? (laughs) Yeah, there's that. But like it's it's the second episode in a row they've done like a freeze frame Thing. Right, so, so I don't I, know if that's going to keep that, happening, or if it it's... seems to me like that's a power from the Sentai that they like. It's just in the okay. footage or something. The, 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 the ground pound punch was Rocky's ability, not powering. Oh, right, I forgot. No yes, okay. Also, I love at the end of his fight. Tanya is yep. like doing Chun Li victory pose. Yeah, she here. does the Yata jump at the so end. She's so excited, and I'm like, this is not like Tanya at all. But <laughs> right. I'm like, it's kind well, of how weird, do we know? We've known Tanya for like an episode. Okay, yeah, because I know Tanya for longer because I've watched uh, a few of like like, like half the season I've watched. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, um, the, so yeah, they they. You, Luke was correct to stop me. The the Cogs leaving uh, animation is very very funny. It is like um, my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a it's a weird like ABBA dance move. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that they all do thumbs ups is probably my favorite part of it. It's not even really a thumbs up. They like like swing their hand over their head and then like put a thumb like at a forty five degree angle. It's yep. really good. Yeah, they're not, doing a, they're not they're doing a thumbs behind them kind of thing, because they're like, catch you yeah. later, and they're like, yeah. yeah, it's really good. So, we cut up to the, uh, up the to moons. This, the moon, the moon slash, you can just say uh, it. I don't know what Lexi wants us to say, up to the cog warships. It's the moon! <laughs> so, um, and... I really don't think it is, because we just see, because the establishing ships, shot is just yeah. the fucking ships. Yeah, I think they're yeah, those on... Ships are, are but we've the seen moon. the other establishing shots several times with the robots walking around and stuff. It's on the surface of something, presumably the moon. Yes. Yeah, because uh, we saw them take over the moon. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway... Um, so it turns out, no big deal. We also have a giant monster we're about to we send could, out. Hey, okay. what if we said we cut to the Cog Armada? Sure. <laughs> I like that. Mondo, <laughs> Mondo calls I mean, that's four Machina syllables, his... and moon is one. We cut one. to the that's Cogs. The thing, we cut to the yeah. Cogs. There it is. We, we cut to the moon. I'm, 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 I'm being hard line about this. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yeah. you're almost never on, so it won't be a problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Luke. We are, we are cutting to that moon. We are cutting the fuck to that moon. <laughs> <laughs> so Mondo says to, the, uh, to his majestic... Minx, aka Machina. Uh, well, guess what? I've got. It's really good this part. Staroid <laughs> is his name, I think. Staroid. Yeah. I will say, in the shot of the cog ships orbiting Earth, you can clearly see the moon in the background. So we are cutting to the moon. No, well, well no, we're cutting to the ships. They're not on the moon. It, if you like, can see the moon, they're not on the moon. I think I'm with Lexi. I think they're like blockading Earth, but also I don't care. And let's please continue. <laughs> so Lexi's right. And also, I don't care. Anyway, um, 
So yeah, yeah, that uh, sounds about right. Well, like what Zach was saying before, like she, she, he, he says like, oh, we got Starboard, and she's like, oh, you can be so cruel, and and Mondo's like, please restrain yourself, not in front of the boy, dear. Yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then the and then the kid's like, not in front of the boy. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what being talked about. That's me. I'm the boy. They're not gonna have sex in front of. You know. <laughs> so this is all right. So the other day, I told my girlfriend that she was sexy, and my son was right there, and he said, sexy. So I was like, oh, no. So there you go. <laughs> Great. That's a situation now. Good job. Yep. So Good job. Ap- so, yep. so apparently apparently Mondo and Machina just talk about how they're going to murder people, and that gets them really horny. Which, like, yeah. So huh? this entire invasion yeah, of fair. Earth is just an elaborate role play for them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, That's why they're not like super bummed about when they lose, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, they're just this is tantric invasioning. Uh, <laughs> so at some point, um, we cut back down to Earth, and this okay. Tanya comes to talk to Sean at the batting cages, mm-hmm. and he does Which not is a recurring e- location, right? He does not even stop to like stop talking from hi- or, sorry he does not stop hitting baseballs to talk to her i mean he put uh, a quarter in that machine it's not going to stop tossing balls he has to yeah that's a good point like he only has one action in the evening and he's really trying to get his proficiency out i <laughs> yes. love the version of the scene where he does stop and he's just talking to her while balls <laughs> pelt him on the back of the head <laughs> he just gets fiend repeatedly uh so so she's you know like listen I understand you want to play baseball but you got to understand that that your education is also important and he's like well the thing is I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> which which again like I feel like there could be a version of this where he's like listen I'm focused on well he does say I'm focused yeah. on baseball. The problem is he just also says like here's the thing school is not good. I hate it. <laughs> right. Well, he he says like He's like, did you come here just to lecture me? If you're not going to support me, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like... Well, he also said we should stop seeing each other, which I just thought yeah, they were friends. Support, if you can't support me, we ought to stop seeing each other. Well, no, apparently they're explicitly dating, which is, yeah. like, okay, sure. It's been pretty coded that way so far, so... Yeah. But it's well, just I mean, it's the, ne- the next The next episode that, it's, they're, like, that he's in, they're definitely dating, because they mentioned a few times, like... Oh, your girlfriend's doing this. Oh, this, you're my boyfriend. Like they, so they're dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, we cut up to the uh, the moon slash the cog empire slash the blockade. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're like, okay, here comes Staroid. Here he comes. It's gonna okay, be the best. I, was Clank? Uh, Clank must have showed up before. I like yes. their design a lot. Yep, Clank is like a robot Fento. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Even as a kid, I saw the resemblance to Fancho, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why is Mario in, in Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> ah, but it's Which, not. Okay, actually, just a little aside, when me and my, little, when me and my brother were like, were like little kids, we, we didn't have a Power Rangers video game, so sometimes we would play Mario and pretend that Mario's the Red Ranger and Luigi's the Green Ranger. Aww. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> That's adorable. Speaking of the Red Ranger and the Green Ranger. Yeah. Yes, um... What? Okay, so this is not sparring. What is this? Uh, exhibition it's fighting. Awesome. It is cool, but like they aren't sparring. It's, like Johnny, I, I, it's I an exhibition. I don't think we've seen Johnny Young Bush do like such kind of spectacular karate that, that, before this. That's because true. It's yeah. really good. 
Yeah, he does. They do some really cool katas, I guess. Yep. Like I mean, he definitely katas. was a martial artist, though. Like yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, like he's been doing his fights. It's just this right. this yeah. little bit there. I, for some reason, I found it really impressive. I do just really love that Tommy had to give Rocky all his old clothes that yeah. were like in, <laughs> like he in the back of his closet that he hadn't God, worn in a while. You're so right, they don't fit him, do they? And then Billy had to give Rocky all of his clothes. None of their clothes <laughs> fit. They all swapped clothes. I wish I wish we saw Rocky come out in overalls and <laughs> shit. God, that would be good. glasses for some reason. Oh man, giving Rocky season one Billy outfits would have been adorable. <laughs> Look at that jacket on Rocky, or I'm yeah, on Rocky it does not fit him at all. Like, wow! And then I, he tries to like talk in Billy speak and use big words, but he doesn't get yeah. them or know what they mean. Oh yeah, no, he <laughs> just randomly throws out long like multisyllable words that have Longitudinal, nothing to do with what he's saying. My friends, the only two people as close who fit are Cat, who's not a real person, and Tanya, who's like magically displaced from the timeline. <laughs> right. oh. Adam looks fine too. They didn't have their internal personal colors forcibly changed. So. Right, right. Yeah. By the way, did we They're, talk this about this? Is not no, no. Here's the thing. This is not just wardrobe malfunctions. This is their bodies rejecting their new colors. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say like Adam looks fine too, but yeah. By the way, did mm-hmm. y'all talk about this? Looks fine. Did y'all talk Adam's about sleeves are a little long? Sorry. Did yeah, y'all but he's talk about the gear. fact that um that cat apparently had like that Tanya is saying with Kat and her parents even though Kat definitely doesn't have parents because yes. she's what? like a ghost yeah. she does have uh-huh. parents <laughs> otherwise Tanya would come and be like hey guys Kat told, so, told me we'd go see your parents and it's just an empty house yeah what the that's, fuck? Why we're, that's what we're saying it's so weird they haven't brought that up yet <laughs> yeah but Tanya's displaced from time she's just trying to roll with things yeah, uh, yeah. you can at least say that like that Rita made her parents too. Like I Tanya don't know. Tanya was warped out of the time stream. She doesn't know what's going on at all, and is just trying to roll with Tanya it. Tanya not get- gonna call out. I still prefer weird. my canon of Tanya's of, of Catherine's parents no longer being Australian, but she still is, and then being like <laughs> so flabbergasted that she has his accent. They're like, "Why are you doing this, Cat?" Listen, that is also funny, but it does not explain anything that happens in Alien Rangers. Cat <laughs> does. invited Tanya I into her home. It's like, hey, I want you to meet my mom. And, and then, then it's like, oh, hello, Mrs. And then it cut over, and it's just like a broomstick with a wig. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> So and here's my dad, a watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, Zordon calls all the Rangers. No, here's uh, my dad, the volleyball. He was in a movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's famous. <laughs> <laughs> so they teleport over. Also, it, I will say that like everyone. So obviously everyone switched colors. We already mentioned that Tommy is now wearing red, which he's never worn before. Mm-hmm. But he still has to be in a gi all the time, and I'm sure some places use red gis, but it yeah. is very odd looking compared I to mean, the rest can of the like Yeah, he looks like he is in a very shitty live action ad- adaptation of some beat-em-up. Yeah. No, look, guys, he, he, <laughs> or he got Street it. Street Fighter? He, yeah, I was going to say, he got it from the cosplay store. It's a Ken cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've seen red geese in this show a million times already. I guess yeah, I Jason wore them. Rocky really wore weird them. on Tommy, though, is the thing. It may just be because I'm so used to him in other colors. So, um, at this point, uh, they look at the viewing globe and they see. So this is something that's weird about the Machine Empire, which is that they have a giant armada and they just don't use it ever. Right. 
Um, and so we see like a ton of tanks and planes and shit, and they're like, we must use the Zeozords, and obviously none of that stuff's gonna matter. Listen, evil empires in our universe do that too. Look at the U.S. Army. <laughs> well, okay, fair. Um, <clears throat> but also, Did you you skipped over the part though where Tanya comes in and like is ready to like open her heart and tell her friends about her problem with her oh, boyfriend yeah. and then their watches ring and adam is very supportive and that yep. like continues as a thing where adam and tanya become pretty good friends and i like their friendship a lot yeah i'm just like we're your friends we're we're here for you no matter what's happening well yeah i mean blue blue rangers and yellow rangers just kind of have a connection that's how it works Adam's yeah. green. Oh, like wait, so. never mind. Yeah, what the fuck right. am I doing? <laughs> but, uh, what I like is that like she brings up the problem, never tells them what the problem is, and by the time we get back to that plot, it's going to have resolved itself. So mm-hmm. the Rangers never knew or did anything to solve the problem. She just like kind of alluded to it in their presence, and that's it. Yeah, and then it fixes itself at the end. So, yep. um, so t- remember how Billy last episode was like, I volunteer to step down because I believe I can be more useful uh, as a tech guy than as a uh-huh. Power Ranger. Well, yeah. what that amounts to is basically him going, but they're not tested. And then everyone going, we don't care. And then getting <laughs> in, the, in the robots anyway. Um, we, we have to do this, Billy. Uh, yeah. If we don't, it could be the end of the Power Rangers. Yes. Get in the robot, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get in the robots. Uh, well, first we get in, we get a, a quick rundown of all the robots. Now, I like the Zeozords, but yeah. there's something... I, I like three I of like, the Zeozords. Yeah, I was going to say, three of the Zeozords <laughs> are good. So, so there's something weird about the Zeozords that honestly, I mean, help me out here, uh, Simon, but like... I don't remember this ever really happening another time in terms no, of... No, that, that two of them are basically immobile and need to be tugged by two feet. others. <laughs> yeah, so basically here's the deal. There's there's a... Um, the Green Ranger gets a Taurus, like a... a well, the there's, yeah, you get the Ford Taurus. The Ford Taurus, yeah. Well, they say ta- the Taurus, the, the bull, basically, yeah. like the constellation. Yeah, it's, it's a bull, it's got the power of Taurus. Huh? Yeah. Um, the uh, Red Ranger gets like a Firebird... Thing, phoenix and they then specifically call it a phoenix. Firebird? is that a car yeah they're anyway. all birds and then the the uh blue yeah, ranger Firebird gets... is a car simon yes it's it's a phoenix yeah. it's, it's called thank the you phoenix. Phoenix. and then okay. the blue ranger gets uh, right, i'm phoenix. just on mute no i can hear you lexi hello hi um so then for some reason the two girl rangers just get like giant feet with guns on them <laughs> Yeah, what they get are filler bits so that they can form a Megazord. Right, exactly. And, like, they're not even, they're not even, like, like a, you could say, it like, they could have been tanks, but they're not even that because they get dragged by the... They don't the have wheels! And the they can't move. No, they have wheels. They have oh, wheels. Okay. They yeah, have wheels because they, they get pulled. They just don't have any power in those wheels, I guess. Oh, okay. no, maybe Got they don't it. have wheels and they just get dragged for the ground. That could be the case, too. Well, no, like, I mean, I had the toys. <laughs> they had wheels on them. Okay. okay. They're, they're siege engines. Yes. They yeah. have to be pulled by giant beasts of burden. I, yeah. and, and I will say that, like, I had forgotten this. So when Zordon starts the speech and he says... Tanya, Cat, I gave the arsenal of the Zeozords to you. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, right, I forgot. <laughs> They're just what's, giant what's the- feet. I'm sorry. We don't, we don't, we don't trust you with any autonomous vehicles. Right, exactly. Honestly, the weirdest part about their Zords 
like not the weirdest, but like one of the weirder parts is that they aren't even their colors. Like they're no. both blue. Mm-hmm. They have little strips of their color on them. If you look yeah, close, but that's not enough. Yeah. They're not. Even, they're not animals. They can't fucking move on their own. They're just guns. Hey, like can just I guns. can I complain about the Zords for a sec? Yes, Lexi, yeah. go please. Calling them Zeozord one through Zeozord five is incredibly lame. You don't yeah. like the numbers? No, it it sounds really dumb. Do you like the? I I don't know if you guys went over this last time, but do you like like Zeo uh, Ranger one pink, Zeo nope. Ranger two that yellow? Also sound, you don't like that, that also either. sounds really weird. I don't like it. I dig that, but I, I don't like, like the Zord numbers as much. So I have yeah. no opinion. Okay, great. Okay, I will say about the the, the, the Tanya's and Cat Zords is that while they are just guns. Megatron, the leader of Decepticons, was also just a gun. And okay, no, no, no I, cool. I need to stop you. You keep calling them guns. They are not guns. They no, are giant feet with yeah. guns so, on them. So, Luke, yeah. that's a good point, because you would think that it would be... Because the other Zords like look like a thing, and then they transform to fit the body, like yeah. the other Zords always have. These just always look like feet. Like, They're just giant feet. Yeah, it's yep. weird. It's just big feet. It's they didn't really even strange. do the incredibly half-assed thing the Thunderzord did, where they attach animal bits to the feet. So no. yeah, at least at least Wait. those feet like look like something. Yeah, like, these are just feet. It's a gun and it's got feet. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's a feet and it's got gun. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, I really like the Zeo Megazord. I do. It's just bizarre. Like I don't understand. Oh, the Megazord this is part. awesome. It might yeah. be my favorite Megazord. Yeah. But yeah, the the feet zords are weird. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. very strange. So anyway, and and also like yeah, so Zordon's like Y'all get the 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 arsenal of the. Now I'm just imagining a Zord that's like, I'm the Foot Ranger. I'm the left Foot Ranger. I'm the Arm Ranger. I'm <laughs> yeah, the Body right. Ranger. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> does anyone else get like a weird Evangelion vibe out of this whole Zord sequence when they're in the hangar and about to come out of it or something? Yeah. Something about I, I, it. I don't know about Evangelion like specifically, but mech anime, yeah, absolutely. Well, because they yeah. actually like in this season they show them like getting into the Zords, and then they show, when the Megazord forms, like, the tracks... Of, of their chairs, like, zooming down to yeah. the cockpit and stuff. And you, you see, like, a hangar opening, and it ha- it says U-A-O-H on the floor, which I guess is an acronym for whatever in the Sentai or something. Yeah. Something about that really made me think of that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but we have to figure out what it stands for in Power Rangers, though. Okay. Ultimate action. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not going to do better than that. So. Wait. Um, I, I, I need to watch O-Ranger still, but, like, I, believe I, noticed, it's, that, I noticed that the, the Pink Ranger sword, like, also kind of has a face on it. So oh. I wonder, like her, yeah, it's got those two circles. I don't know. Nah, that's weird. No, no, not not the yellow one. The, the, oh. Like, the Pink Ranger one has eyes and a nose. Oh, weird. Wait, what? Like, uh, so I'm wondering if it's supposed to be, like, Easter Island? Oh, I have no oh, yeah, idea. I think one of them is supposed to be a Moai head, and because they're Maybe? all like oh, mythical yeah, creatures, I see right? It now. Oh, That's by the bizarre. way, I simultaneously love and hate the Blue Zord. How it looks like it's just got two squinty eyes. Yes, yep. I like the Blue Zord a lot. It's a cool Zord. What I like oh, yeah, slash I hate saying. about it is when it's in the Megazord, and one of the knees just is squinting at you. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Is that better or worse than the Ninja Zord's crotch staring at you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, at this point, they're like, okay, uh, 
Well, also Zordon says some weird stuff about like how the Zords don't matter. It's their hearts that are well, important. Yeah, it's, no, so it's the thing of, okay, you guys are going to be fighting machines, right? Okay, so you guys are fleshy, and that makes you physically inferior to them, but you've got hearts, and they don't, so that's what your that's where your strength is. Yeah. Now, second very minor I, thing. Actually, I, I, I forgot to mention that. Like, when that, when that line came up, like, it's it's almost as if, like, Zoran, like, was taking a moment to say, listen, nothing that can ever be assembled by man or, or anyone else, no manufactured machine, will ever be as powerful as the human spirit. Do you fucking hear that, Billy? He's <laughs> <laughs> a sack of shit. God, he's just subtweeting Billy right in front of him. Yeah. Other quick minor thing to mention before we move to the fight... Do not like the new alarm klaxon. They replaced the old one with a new noise. Oh, yeah, noise. it's like a, this weird spinny thing. I, I don't even know how to describe it. I can describe it. It's the uh-huh. thing they put at the top of the roller rink for when they turn the lights right. off and they have all the lights, right. like, spin around the... Yeah, it's that. <laughs> around the rink, the yeah. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's the all. lights. It's four colored talking lights about. on a thing that spins around. And, yes, you got but very Canadian just at that moment. It's the alarm sound. Like, when the alarm okay. goes off, they also have, like, instead of I those... I guess I can't, I can't hear it right now because we're watching the sound off, so I guess I just... I had no idea what you were talking about. Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like, the old one, it was those little things on top of the pillars. I thought those were neat. I don't like this as much. That's it. This just looks like an old, like, stage light they had lying around. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, so, behold the viewing globe. Can we talk about the fact that these zords roll out and it's really cool and dramatic, and then Tommy immediately eats shit? Yes, yes, yes. yes yeah, we yeah. need to talk it about sounds that. Sounds like Tommy. Uh, here's the thing, Tommy. Apparently, when Tommy gets a new zord, what happens is it goes bad for him, like every single time. I guess <laughs> well, it's true. like it's like how Worf always gets like beat down by the villain of the week. Like it's to show that they're serious business. I guess. Yeah. Did you? Did they? Did they? Um. Did he fuck up with the Falcon Zord at all? I don't know. Or the dragon Maybe. Zord. I, I, think I think it's the just the tiger Zord. Falcon Zord was okay, but... He did a lot of farting around in the, in the movie. Yes. Rather than it, actually yes. helping with the fight. That's true. I will say, uh, so, so Tommy has free reign of the whole ass entire sky. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's, the, he's the only Zord that is not constrained by gravity or anything else. He can go literally anywhere. He goes... From, like, whatever the launching bay is where the Zords are kept and immediately flies right into some power lines and gets caught like it's spider web. And also, Tommy's last Zord what could fly. So it's not yeah. like he's never flown anything before. This. Okay, but the, these, the last Zords were built by Ninjor. These were built by Zordon and Billy. Like, the controls are <laughs> probably true. completely different. <laughs> right, they're inverted yeah. on these ones. Yeah, they're inverted. <laughs> <laughs> I like the image of his, these Zords fighting these smaller flyers. Like, it's really cool. Like, they're it's running neat. into them and, and stomping on them and shit. The bit with the, the bull is really nice. Like, you see the bull kind of, like, ramming through a bunch, stomping on a walker, and then you see the, the fighters kind of spinning around as they fly past it. It's it's just a really nice shot. I love it. I love the sequence where they're fighting the fl- the fighters because they're tiny tiny models you can see they're so small because they have to be like in scale with the already small machines yeah and it's adorable they get smashed oh god you know what oh i just figured out okay you mentioned that the pink zord was like an easter island head yeah the yellow zord is one of those like i think 
Wikipedia says I think they're called Dogu, like that no, Japanese know, like yeah, yeah, statue totally. thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of yeah, the personas yeah, yeah, yeah. looks like one of those, right? Okay. Yeah, or like like Claydol in Pokemon is modeled after one of those. Yeah, so I was thinking okay. about that. That person. They're, okay. all, Lexi, they're all meant ahead. to like represent ancient statues. That makes way mythical more statues, sense I guess, or something feet. like that. Because you got the Sphinx, <laughs> you got the like the Minoan, I guess the Greek uh, bull thing, and it's yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that makes more sense. Is everyone yeah. is everyone done? No, yeah, I think we Let's should. See. I think we should talk about what these zords look like for another twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just realized that and I was excited. <laughs> I mean, okay. we get new zords this episode. It's okay. We, we should it's talk fine. about it's, them. It's just I was like, anyway, crosstalk is. I'm fun. sorry. I'm sorry. Lexi, go ahead. No, let's move on. It's like oh, an hour and a half. <laughs> okay, fine. So at this point, um, the zords get smashed, smash smashed. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, not the zords. The bad they're, guys. They're taking a bash. I yeah, don't know. They're taking a bash all in a. The, the Sphinx punches uh, on one of the fighters. Also, it's pretty good. Yeah, this the steroid is doing a real number on him, and he keeps making like star jokes. I like the steroid's design a lot. I was gonna cool. say actually, I like the steroid's design. Its head mm-hmm. is like a clear glass bubble with a bunch of machinery in it, which is, is neat. The main thing with the steroid yeah. though is we haven't seen him at all before this point, and it's just like those swords rushing, and there it is, like no introduction at all. It's just there's the monster we have to fight. Let's go, everyone. It's it yeah. really feels rushed. I, I actually kind of like they they want to introduce the mechanic by which the monsters grow next time. So they're just like, well, Mondo has like a super robot that's just already big. Yep. And the swords are just going to fight it. I kind of like the presentation because it kind of lends into the – it kind of leans into the whole – yeah, we've been through this a bunch, and we don't really give a shit vibe that the Machine Empire has, where it's like, with Zed and Rita, it was always, oh, man, we made this cool new monster. We're going to show it off. It's going to be great. It's going to destroy the Power Rangers. Yeah. These guys are just, mm-hmm. ah, just throw whatever at them. We don't care. <laughs> I mean, Staroid's probably good enough, right? Let's just send him. Yeah. So Staroid uses, he, like, shoots off one of the points of his star, which turns into, like, an energy boomerang, and fucks him up yep. and and then uh by the way out of the aforementioned tommy eating shit he doesn't just hit the power lines he's in there for like a long time yep. which like a is bug pretty in his funny effort. yeah it's really funny when they cut to it and the like it's a to- just looks like a model so it obviously can't move but yeah. just hanging there kind of wiggling yep yeah it's great it's like your shitty little brother crashed his power ranger toy into your model train set yep. yes yep. Hey guys i'm stuck i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Staroid also turns into like a metal sphere and then just rolls around and uh, yeah, yep. he turns into a giant ball bearing and just kind of bowls over it turns everyone. Turns to a meteor. It's cool. It turns. It's a Emily. It's a metal d- globe. Like it's not a meteor. They no, she's talking about the fact that like it, it, it makes me think of the particular oh, meteor. Sure, yes, yes. When it, it transforms, like it does. Yes, yeah. it's, it's yeah, like yeah. when the Rangers got turned into a pachinko ball. So I guess like flashback here. <laughs> yeah, of course. So eventually they go like, well... He's like, that happened to me once. Yeah. Seriously, though, the <laughs> shot of it as a just giant flaming ball slowly crushing down on the Zords is like... It is cool. That's some yes. fucking intense... Like, I like that. The, the, the thing is that they did lose to a ball, so that's bad. <laughs> um, so what they do is they decide to use their Zeonizer crystals to activate the Zeo Megazord. Yep. Um... I, I I missed this in this last episode. Are the Zeonizer crystals the Zeo crystals? Or I don't think no. so. They don't look the same. Well, so I think they're... So they get their powers from the Zeo crystal, right? 
Right. They're not just hanging on to the whole fucking Zeo crystal, but I think well, they're, they're I think big, they yeah. have a I think the like the morphers are designed to like focus its power. Okay. And so I assume Fair the enough. crystals are like the core of the, how the morphers work. It's like their power. Okay. I think I I think the Xeonite crystals are kind of like batteries that store Zeo energy. Okay. That, that, that's what it looks like because they stick it into their control panels because there's a slot for right, them. Right. Like the and that's like the what makes like the morphers coins were batteries that store dinosaurs in them. Yeah, that's how it works. So uh-huh. they use their Xeonizer crystals. Well, we can't ignore the fact that we get, like, this dramatic zoom in on Billy's face, where it's just like, it's time, guys. Well, Billy needs something to do. Time to form the Megazord. That's a totally new thing. Yes. (laughs) Well, this time it's my Megazord, so it's better and more important. I'm surprised he didn't call it the Mega Billy. (laughs) (laughs) The Mega Bill, because Zordon Zordon is from Zordon, right? I, uh, so the Megazord Billy sequence. Power. <laughs> so the Megazord sequence. Oh, the is Billy f- Rangers is fine. My favorite part of it is that the two little tops of the feet Zords have to just fly off. Yeah. Well, so, yep. you know why, right? Uh, so that you can put the the Taurus knee things into well, it. Well, no. yeah, but no, it's because every like the, this Megazord's gimmick that we'll see in the future is like each of the Zords have like a helmet that it can switch yep, I to. Forgot about to, like, that. Give it different powers. Yeah. yeah, those are the helmets from those. God, those that's so fucking helmets. cool. Yeah, that's yep. a cool the coolest gimmick. Megazord. Yeah, the helmets are real good. I can't wait till we get to those. Yep. Uh, so, uh. One thing, so we, as we mentioned before, when they form into the Megazord, we see them go on like these little tracks down to the cockpit. The Megazord cockpit is tiny compared to the previous ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is very small. They are all basically hugging. Uh, so I guess. It's a big old cuddle puddle. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> that's how you accentuate the powers of that the Power Rangers have, which is friendship based, is they yeah. just also hug while they fight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um. <laughs> so I really like that Tommy has to lock on to like like this is apparently a manual process of docking onto let, the Zord. Yeah, I wanted him to <laughs> yeah. fuck up so bad. That's all I wanted. Just like kind of skim with it and just dink and like. Here's the spin thing: off. this video is edited down. How many passes do you think he had to make before he got the right approach angle? Like, there's an extended cut of this of just ten minutes of him missing. Yeah, I just, I just gotta just move the left a little bit. Just yeah, yeah, just, just right, right back in into there. the power lines. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't usually take this long. <laughs> you just have this headless Megazord torso waiting there for Tommy to get it right. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah, it, it did that sequence where he's like locking on. It reminded me of like the old X-wing computer games. Where, like, you had to dock to finish the mission, so you'd yeah. fight, like, uh, you know, you'd blow up a Star Destroyer and 30 TIE Fighters, and then you just run into the fucking ship and die at the end. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, Tommy really sucks. Hey, go, Billy. <laughs> so, um, is this the first time we've actually seen some sort of, like, physical mechanic explaining how they get into the cockpit? I think yeah. so. They usually just, like, jump up, and then they're in it. Right, like, yeah, I feel like yep. usually it would just cut to them, like, sliding in, and we didn't actually see if there was any mechanics to it. It was like the teleporter almost. But, like, yeah. e- even though physically it doesn't make any sense, the shot we do see of all the chairs <laughs> yeah. coming in from, like, back and up from the head of the sword, that doesn't, like... It's the, cool, but no, it doesn't make sense. for them to come from to get yeah. there. Man, they should have just had pneumatic tubes. It's funny yeah. that doing this made me... I don't know that I've ever really thought about how little it made sense before. Like, because 
Especially when they would get like, how the fuck were they getting punched out of the cockpit? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right, you're correct about that. So anyway, um, they're like, okay, let's do the Megazord thing, and unfortunately, we continue our our streak of just not very good Megazord fights. <laughs> it's not the best. Fine. It's okay, but like I think they punch once and then just get the sword, basically. Well, so here's the thing. Yeah. We got an actual fucking Zord fight before they combined. That's true. Like this yeah, is this is them, them combining to yeah. their final form to finish off what they'd started. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, I like the sword a lot. It has I like the sword crown. too. The, I, the thing is the sword kinda has a cog crown on the hilt yeah, of it. This, so it's do you think like, the sword is made from like the head of the previous King Mondo that they yeah, something beheaded? like that? Or just Billy made it like that just to insult the, the Machine Empire. Like, fuck off, we're going <laughs> to kill you with your own symbols. Maybe. And listen, in fairness, it does take them two tries. Yes. No, I mean, we, like, they we do the finishing move and then it starts, like, reassembling itself. As, as starfishes do. Yeah, that's a cool fucking thing. Like, I, have we seen a reassembling monster since Mr. Bones? Um, yes, uh, the, the, the the Cardiotron thing. Yeah, they had yeah, to like yeah, kill yeah. the heart of it. Slash Cardiotron. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Anyway, it's a cool um, that's a cool gimmick. I'd love to see well, more of this that. One, yeah, I think this one looks really good because you see all the like wires and guts and stuff of it. And and now, yeah, now I wish I will we had say, drawn on it because like it starts to reassemble itself and they just do the attack again after like ten seconds and it works. I do appreciate that. Like they saw, oh shit, it's gonna reassemble itself, destroy it before it can. Right. <laughs> That's smarter than they normally are. Yes, it is. But also it's funny because they slash at it. And then the next time Tommy's like, oh, we should use more power. It essentially saying like, oh, I should have slashed better. Like I <laughs> well, they, do like, they don't do like a finisher on it the first time. They just attack it. And then this time they yeah. do like a super move. Yes. I, I, I like the idea of the monster being like, what the fuck? I let you assemble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, so again... Kind of going with our theme, King Mondo is not really that worried about it. Like, Rita and Zed both would, like, scream and threaten their, you know, their allies. And Mondo's just like, well, oh well. well. I mean, in fairness, in fairness, Mondo threatens to scrap Clank, like, every episode. Yeah. He never follows through. And, you know, also... Or does he? Like, it's gonna, like... Yeah, whatever his multiple Clanks. Or Clank just reassembles (laughs) himself. Like, he's got a whole bunch of spare parts because this happens twice a week. The the thing is, it kind of fits with the plot of what happens with the Machine Empire later on, because Mondo repeatedly failing and, like, kind of not caring about it kind of causes his downfall, sort of, later on. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's, right, it so makes these sense. These are, like, like, French aristocracy and before I, like, the French Revolution. I think Revolution. it's funny yeah. that, like, did you guys talk about the United Alliance of Evil last episode? Yeah, we, I touched, yeah on we touched on it. Because I think that's the first time they mention it, and it becomes a thing later. But I like that apparently they had enough ambition to quit the, like, UN of evil to go their own way, but then also they're, like, lazy. So it's like, wait, well, then why did you leave? Like, well, I don't yeah, understand. there's probably dues and, like, membership duties and shit, and they didn't want to deal with any of that. <laughs> sure, yeah. Fair enough. Um so they, they kill the monster. They had a vote, and it was very, very close, but ultimately the, like, campaign of the elite to, like, separate from the, from the you know, larger organization that was keeping their economy alive passed. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so anyway, the, uh... See, that, see, I initially thought we were going to go with, like, a, a, a leaving the union joke. 
but I, I like that you turned it into a Brexit thing. That's real nice. <laughs> Thanks for explaining the joke, Michael. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, we cut down to uh, uh, the the Earth, the Earth, yep. as it's often the called, Earth. and Earth. <laughs> And Tanya yeah, and... Yeah, if, if we're not gonna... If we're gonna be all controversial about cutting to the moon now, can we change it to we cut to the Earth every time it yeah, goes back? Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. I'm all for that compromise. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I, I wish they would do an establishing shot of the Earth first. <laughs> what I, what they I thought were... you were... I thought you were going to go like, na, na, and then it's the I, school. I thought the, way, the direction you were going to go with that, Luke, was that like, oh, Lexi, they're not the Powers anymore. Why don't we stop saying cut to the earth? <laughs> they're the Power Rangers Zio. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, Sean is like, by the cut way, the I, too. Ch- I changed my mind for no particular reason. <laughs> like, yep. you know, he, he changes his mind because he wants that Tanya. Yeah, yeah like he, yeah, after the after the moment when he he realized, oh shit, like that was a, that was a fucking mistake. Yeah. <laughs> no, he changed his mind because he went home and tried to memorize those test answers and realized that was really hard. I was like, ah oh, shit. Well, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I gotta fix things with Tanya. Right, I like to imagine that, like off screen, a completely like non-shown character is like you're being a dick sean (laughs) (laughs) um because apparently none of the power rangers are gonna do it so anyway maybe adam talked to him yeah sure because adam's maybe adam sad sack talked to him Uh uh-huh beat him up so (laughs) i already mentioned that like adam and tony can have a kind of have a friendship thing going on so Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyway at this point uh he, he apologizes sort of he says he was a jerk he tells um, her that her respect means a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Yes, which he gained yeah. question mark somehow. I don't yeah. know still because I don't know how these two met. Because because she wants him too. It it it, it kind of feels like a dirtbag line, knowing yeah. what we know about him and also everything that's... about him in this episode comes off so bad. Yep. I I also sort of unfairly associate the color purple with mystery from a fucking pickup artist. So. That's, <laughs> That's, no, so he does not get the color purple. No, yeah, no, fuck I that. love it's my girlfriend's color. The purple's my favorite color. I'm just saying that in association with the way he's acting, it makes me okay. think of that asshole. Sure. So anyway, um, he apologizes sort of, and she she basically so okay we're. They're trying to establish Tanya's character, and I think one part of it is that she's a high schooler and she has a leather-bound like uh, schedule book. Uh huh. Well, yeah, she's the Yellow Ranger. Is... She has to be a little uptight about school stuff. <laughs> I well, hate that yeah, I mean, right. like, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess it's kind of going in Trina, but like, I, I, Aisha was like the heart of the group, where she's kind of like you know caring and like yes. um, compassionate. Well. Trini was kind of like the straight-laced character, and Trini was the mom of the group. Let's be clear. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, sure. And and I think I think uh, Tanya's more like I don't think she's quite the mom, but she's definitely more like serious and straight-laced, and you know that kind of character. I really like Tanya. She's a, she's really great. Yeah, I actually. think it's cool they gave her that this early to to kind of hammer that home. So so yeah, she's um she says she has an opening in her schedule. And then she, like, puts her arm around, she, like, crooks her arm around Sean's and is, like, just pulls him over to a table. That's not like, the only right opening now. I have. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like that. Um, and that's the episode. Uh, what I'm saying is she's Well, there's thirsty. also... Oh, okay. there's, there's a post credit scene, and it's not really 
it's kind of outtakes. It's kind of not. It's it shows Lieutenant Stone being pissed at Bulk and Skull because this police tow truck question mark is picking up their motorcycle. Yeah, this is actually a follow-up scene to earlier in the episode because they specifically mentioned, oh man, Lieutenant Stone's going to be so jazzed about this fucking bike. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I feel like this is something that was actually meant to be more but then was cut is Bulk and Skull, like, like he's yelling at Bulk and Skull and they're like, oh, come on, Lieutenant Stone, you know you like us. Imagine what your life would be like if we weren't around. And then we get Lieutenant Stone, like, you know, have, the joke is he's having the fantasy and he looks really happy. Yep. I have to imagine if this scene was still in the episode, we would like cut to the fantasy. Yeah, and they didn't want to. They didn't want to do that. You're saying it would be it would be a Family Guy cutaway joke. Yes, yes. It's, it's also the first appearance Lieutenant Stone has this season. So it's our first it confirmation like that he got successfully reenaged. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wait, reenaged? I uh, I don't like that. So that's the episode. I mean, if you think about it, the, the, the forwarding process was re-aging, because he naturally aged the first time. The forwarding so, process? You know. I guess, okay, yes, fine, sure. So that's the episode. I <laughs> thought it was pretty good. I'm enjoying yeah, Zeo so it's far. Right. It's, it's, it's a very binary I guess, Fire Rangers episode. I mean, after Alien Rangers, even a fairly standard episode of Power Rangers looks pretty damn yeah. good. It, it's right. weird that I, because we watch this episode, this show, like, one episode a week, I, like, and also maybe it's partially because, like, Kat hadn't been around that long, but I, like, had sort of forgotten she existed even, so it's yeah. nice Ouch. to see, like, well, I'm just saying, like, and honestly, the other characters, too, like, I had, it was long enough that I'm, like, glad to see them back and being Power Rangers again, I yeah. guess. I, I also, um, like, like, I mean, we're saying, like, it's kind of a decent episode. It, it is kind of, like, like we're, we're, it's kind of like season three's quality, where, like, which was yeah. had gone a lot better. But if you compare this shit to, like, season two or one, like, it's so much better. Oh, it's way so better. Much I mean, better. the Zord fight itself was way cooler than almost anything we've seen before. Like, well, this the whole season. Thing. And it took a long time, too. Yeah, yeah. This, I, this was a decently long Zord sequence. I'm not holding my breath, but I would love to get more of the, like, individual Zords fighting. Yeah. I think we might yeah. because of the well, way that they I have, like, their... that. Yeah, I mean, sorry, don't, don't fucking term, tell me. I show, haven't seen them gonna... yet, but... <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't I don't remember if that happens. But in yeah. terms of, like, the shows, like, it, it gets it just gets better. Like, it, it's, well, good. I'm really excited for for watching some of the for, like episodes that happen later on. I hope I can make the time to be on more episodes, because, like... Again, my job keeps me away from this a lot, but yeah, it, I love this show. So I have a fun uh, little behind-the-scenes thing. Um, a, we should probably go to go ahead and wrap it up uh, mm-hmm. because I don't think we're going to do questions this this week. But if you do have questions, send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, Teenagers with Attitude at Gmail dot com, or uh, t- oh, I'm sorry, it's Teens with Tude at Gmail dot com. Or Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. I've got a couple. We'll try to do them next week. We're just running a little long. Second thing, we're using a new chat service, and I don't know how to post a a, a sign off order in it. So that's okay. Well, that's okay. We're I gonna do it. Let's time, just do it. I don't know okay. how to read a sign off order. Zach, in the bottom left corner, there is a no, no, no. Don't tell bubble. him. We're just gonna do it. We're gonna <laughs> okay. we're gonna mind meld. We're gonna make it happen. Okay, right. here we go. I, I just want him to know for next time. Okay, well, we can tell him next. Time. We're probably going back to Skype next time. <laughs> so <laughs> sure, anyway, true. Um, does anyone have anything in particular they'd like to plug this week before we do that? Yeah. Was that a yes or a Check no? My, was that a yes, yes or a... and then you didn't say anything. No, you I can't... said I said eh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said yeah and then just. <laughs> 
stonewalled me, and I was very mad about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, anybody else? Okay, well, I mean, I'll just I feel, get the hell I, out I feel of weird like doing it being the only one, but yeah, AudioEngineMe.com. It's where everything is. Go there. Go, go ahead, Emily. <laughs> go to my Twitter at this is Emeralds. It's all there. You, you know, go. Check out check out my Mega Man screenshots that I did. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> plug mine as well. Uh, at Mike loves rabbit. There you go. And yeah, check and out if you can only your... remember one of those, mine and Emily's link to each other. <laughs> so there you go. And check out AudioEntropy.com. That is in fact where all our stuff is. So do that, please. Uh, and yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So, so for teenagers with attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Simone. I've been Emily. I've been Lexi. And I've been Mike. That went better than when we Pretty do good. it somehow. Okay. Well, it would have, except you, <laughs> you could have the last line. I very well sabotaged it. it on my own, but uh, kept myself Zach, from doing it because I felt nice. You stopped at the nice. fucking, like... Steps away from the you finish line to congratulate yourself on finishing the marathon. And, and may the power protect us all. No, it's you. May the power protect you always. <laughs> no, Bye. fuck God. that. Fuck that. The power can protect us for once. Hi, <laughs> everybody.